So Carl, what are we doing today? Mackenzie, we hunting for bush pigs, but we hunting for bush pigs with hounds. Um, it's a tradition we have here in the East Cape, and when you and I got together at Safari Club and decided on getting out to Africa, yeah, and having the hunters have crew out here, um, I said to you I want to do something that's uniquely Eastern Cape, and this morning is a little bit of our culture, and these guys uh, who run these dogs, they do it for a living, they live for it every weekend, every day of the year, it doesn't matter if it's Christmas, they're doing it. They're out here hunting bush pigs and we've got them up from the coast about an hour from here and uh, traditionally good dogs and we, we're on the, on the trail now, we're looking for a scent and hoping the dogs can chase. How many bush pigs, uh, like how many, how, like David, right, how many bush pigs will he hunt throughout a year? One day, I would say David would probably hunt in excess of like 75 bush pigs a year. Okay. Yeah, he'd be, uh, he'd be, I mean, I, I would say you can bank on 75 to 100 bush pigs because a lot of what he does will be, um, you know, like problem control for yep. pineapple ranchers, corn, corn guys, you know, guys with crops often hire David and the guys then to come and uh, kind of take care of some problem animals, you know. Okay. So in, in this region, yeah, we do not um, consider the bush pig problematic. You know, mm -hmm. they just naturally occur. And uh, I mean, I'd say maybe once or twice a year, we have guys who chase pigs with dogs. Otherwise, we do it baited. Okay. The baited option is also a good option. You hunt them at night over bait. Okay. Because we've, we've went and checked a couple of different bait areas, but you haven't freshly been baiting them. Um, uh, how, many, how many bush pigs do you think you have on your property? Ooh, Mackenzie, I think that's impossible to answer. I would say okay. to you that um, at, during the course of a season, um, I take eight bush pigs on eight bush pig boars on 30,000 acres. And at any given time, I will run between five and 10 bait sites every time I can get a new group of pigs on a site. I think the most important thing is that you do not shoot a sow. Mm. Never ever shoot a sow. Um, and, 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 I think that's the, the main thing, that the sows put in the lone boars into mm. a group. So if you've taken a boar, uh, uh, th those sows will immediately draw in another boar. But in saying that, we will only ever shoot one pig at a bait site a year. Okay. That's it. Um, so you've got your traditional sites that work very well. But every year I would say we add sites, you know, to give areas a break, valleys a break. And these pigs are quite territorial. If they like a certain region, certain area on the property, they'll remain there. And they'll, you know, you can bank on them coming back to that bait site, especially in the winter. Okay. Right now, it's the end of our pretty pear season. And so the pretty pears are dropping off from the, uh, from the, from the pretty pear, you know, from the trees. And what you're seeing is these pigs are concentrating on those fermented pretty pears. Okay. Yep. They're eating a lot of those right now. A lot of that right now. Um... So like we're running these with dogs. What how, like how do you know like in the chaos if you have a sow or a boar? You know, it's kind of when you get there, that'll be your best indicator. You got to get to the bush. You got to get to the nest, hopefully. So we hope to pick these pigs up and bathe them in the nest. If they break cover from the nest, then it becomes a long morning, long day. But at first. Like, these pigs don't know dogs. They've never been hunted with dogs yet. Mm. So they wouldn't know what to expect. Um, if a pig knows a dog, a pig will run fast from the nest. But these pigs will probably bay a little bit, you know, and hold okay. tight. Hopefully we can get in there. But 
we, to the best of our ability, we pick out the biggest pig, which will normally be the bull. Unless I can genuinely see it's a sow, we'll leave um, okay. in this scenario. Okay. Uh, but you, you, you never quite know. But, you know, a, a old sow makes for a great, uh, uh, you know, trophy as well. But you always hope to get a bull. But the bull is the guy who fights hard. Yeah. So normally if you can, you quickly pick up which one runs hard, fights hard. And the dogs tend to concentrate on him. I think he's got a more of a musky smell to him. Oh, okay. You know. So what happens, like, let's say we get there and you know it's a sap. How do you get the dogs rounded up and away from it? Ew. It's very difficult because you'll see when we get in there, um, if it's young pigs, you can pull pull the dog off because sometimes the, the, the family unit will split up, you know, where you'll have a young pig, sow, all going different directions, big bull. Uh, in that way, you know, in that, in that situation, David will try and control that we try and stay on the biggest track. Mm-hmm. But once you get in there and it's a big pig in there, you shoot that yeah, pig okay. because it's it's impossible at that stage. I mean, often the pig will turn and come. Yeah. Often, often you'll be, you know, at point blank range. Yeah. Pig will come straight for you. <laughs> yeah. Jeez. Um, and so we're using a 12-gauge shotgun with buckshot. Um, and then he's also packing, a, is it a 243? A 243. Um, open sight, that's traditional how you do it. Um, and it's a, it's a, you know, I bet you that gun, if it can tell a story, uh, man, a lot that of gun has seen some unbelievable adventures. And you said his dad's like the, an original, like old school houndsman. Big dog. His dad is like one of the originals. I mean, I started hunting with his dad when David uh, David must be about my age now, and I started hunting with his dad 20 years ago. Oh, wow. Um, yeah, and I mean, his dad, he's, he's a legend in the pig hunting circles, and David's just taken over. His dad's not, you know, able to keep up with the dogs anymore. But every now and then, you'll still see him out there giving them hell from the top on the radio. And, <laughs> but they, they love it. I mean, these guys absolutely live for it. I mean, d- don't let Christmas fall on a Saturday. They won't be there, man. Yeah, they'll, they'll be out pigs. You yeah. said on the weekends, because... Um, he manages a farm, but you said on the weekends he'll be. They'll, you'll go to like the gas stations, and there'll be a bunch of pigsmen, houndsmen there, all getting ready to go out for the day. You are four thirty on a Saturday morning at any particular gas station where they agree to meet these guys. You'll see maybe ten, fifteen trucks loaded oh, wow. with pigs and men, and um, and and having a cup of coffee, and you know, getting ready for the morning and. That is also where you can see some of the most chaos because these guys often lose dogs and then they pick up a, a stray dog, add it to their pack and man, let a man, you know, if a man's lost a good dog and he spots it in another man's pack, it's chaos. Oh boy. Yeah. Yeah. Um, do the, like, do the bush pigs, because we were talking yesterday about eating this bush pig. Yes. How is the meat? Very good. Very good. Very good. Um... I would say the baited pig is a better pig because obviously he hasn't run. Mm. Uh, you know, this pig will be filled with adrenaline. Mm-hmm. So it will not be as good. It will have to hang much longer. So um, it, it will never match a pig that's hunt, you know, shot off bait. Um, but it's a nice, it's, it's a fat thing. You know, okay. it's got a lot of fat content to it. And it makes brilliant sausage, what you oh, guys call cool. summer sausage. Okay. Makes so you, like you said, you hang them. But then yesterday, you, I heard you talking, you eat the head. Yeah. You're the head's the best, man. The cheeks, the tongue. The cheeks. You, pig's good. Slow roast the pig's head. Okay. Nothing better, man. Like, really? Yeah, like on with like fresh salsa, like taco style. Okay. Hey, my man. I it's the best, this, huh? It's the best. Heck yeah. <laughs> you got to have an open mind, eh, when you see that thing. But trust me, when you eat it, you'll eat it. <laughs>
<laughs> Perfect. Um, <laughs> I'm so good. You can't get over eating the tongue. Um, the tongue's the best, man. The what best. are you talking about? I'm going to have to find you a... I think I might have a giraffe tongue spay. I'll, I'll check Ooh. with Lee. I think we got a giraffe tongue spay. Hey, you heard it from me. We're eating a giraffe tongue probably here. Um, so the plan is, is we're going to keep working this section and then... W- What's the what's the next step if we can't turn anything up in this area? I'm going down to the river. Okay. I'm take <clears throat> all the whole length of the river. I'll just keep walking into the wind all okay. along the river. Okay, that's a natural boundary. So the river is nice and full of water at the moment. So pigs won't easily eat the water. But I'll tell you what, you watch this space. If we down there, we might be swimming today. Oh, boy. We might cross the river and we'll be heading over the river. Often a big ball will hit the water and go across. Really? And then we, we, we'll follow. <laughs> Perfect. Cool. Well, we'll keep you guys updated on this bush pig hunt. And uh, thanks for listening. All right, Carl, what's the plan? Right. It's now 10.30. We haven't found a fresh track. We found a bunch of activity, but nothing fresh. And uh, we're going to head back towards uh, our main property there, up, up above us here. And uh, I want to go to where the main pretty pear clumps are. And uh, hopefully we can find, that's where their nest is at the moment, where they're trying to be closer to those prickly pears to feed on them. So we're going to turn our backs on the storm that's coming in here. There's a bit of rain coming our way out of the southwest. And we'll head towards the north and see what we can pick up there. Perfect. Uh, question. So like right now are the bush pigs... Because they're mostly nocturnal. Yes. So what are they? They're in their nest. They're in their nest. They, they're resting now. They would have fed all night last night. It'll be interesting to see because last night was a rainy, cold night. So I'm not sure um, how much feeding they would have done last night. I'm thinking that some, but not too much. But they would have liked to root after the rain. It's nice and soft. And yeah. then they're going to root. Mm. Uh, they're going to dig a thing we call ankies, which is like a little onion. Oh, and okay. that is what they're going to want to root for. Um, so there are certain areas where there's more of that around, but that's normally up on the plains, and then you can see where they've rooted. Yeah. Uh, but in general, right now, we need to find lots of pretty pears. That's what we often. That's what we're gonna go and find now. Gotcha. Um, and we talked about this after we did the first little episode. Their nest is not a hole in the ground like a warthog. No, 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 not at all. Their nest is like in some thick cover that they would have like uh, cleared underneath the undergrowth. And it's like hollows where they kind of scratch it to get some cooler soil when it's really hot. And then they cluster up together on a day like today. You'll find that they're going to be thick in the nest together, all of them. So, um, yeah, you, you know, you're probably going to find that they are all bunched up together trying to stay warm. Gotcha. Perfect. Well, the bush, bush pig hunt continues and uh, we'll keep you guys updated. Hey, what's up, guys? We're back at the lodge after a long morning of bush pig hunting, and uh, we were not successful, but it was a great morning. Uh, Carl, what's the plan for tomorrow? Well, Mackenzie, um, after having done 20,000 steps, I bet the hounds probably did 60,000. Uh, we decided that we, we knew the pigs were in a certain region and area. And there was no point pushing them when the dogs weren't going to do a good job once the run and the chase started. So we've sent the dogs to rest. We ourselves resting our weary legs and feet. Got rid of all the ticks. And uh, basically first light tomorrow, we'll hit that area where we were. And uh, David and the hounds will be back. And we'll be on the trail and hoping for a better result tomorrow.
Perfect. Stay tuned for more information coming tomorrow from you guys. Well, guys, so we wrapped up the bush pig hunt here at John X Safaris. It was an amazing, amazing morning. Started out with a light mist. We got back in the area where the dogs had picked up the scent of the bush pigs the day before. And we, we battled for about an hour and a half without picking up anything fresh. And as we were heading up a new draw to go to a new area, uh, we cut across an, a single fresh track. And then the dogs quickly took some scent. And it seemed like... You know, it probably happened over the course of 30 minutes, but it seemed like it happened, like, within 5 or 10 minutes. Things just started unfolding. The dogs started barking, started running. More dogs were let loose. And pretty soon they were on the trail of it. And uh, one of the houndsmen, the boy that was in the truck keeping hold of the other dogs, he got on the radio and said he could see, he seen the pig run past him. And then the dogs came close. We got loaded up and ready and the thick stuff. And then you could tell the dogs turning and went the other way. So we got unloaded with the shotgun and then proceeded after him and then also the dogs would come back so we got set up again and uh it didn't happen and then they all started on a beeline straight away and i thought man we're in for a long day but you know we got on the trail and we were r literally running behind these dogs and they bait up the pig very very quickly and we moved in super quick uh it was total chaos because the dogs were still super fresh several of them had just barely been let go when the pig ran past them um, so there was still a lot of fresh dogs, so they were in the fight still, and there was dogs and pig going everywhere, and, you know, it was just one big single pig, but it was just like the pig going away and chase the dogs, chase the dogs, chase the dogs, dogs would be going in there, and, uh, David had, had the 12 gauge shotgun, he's like, oh, shoot the pig in the head, well, I couldn't even get a clear shot at the head because the dogs were just coming in and out so much uh so he swapped me for his old 243 open sight and when i got a clear shot behind the shoulder i took it on the pig and within a few seconds it was down it it ended up being a big old fat sow and uh it was pretty pretty crazy because i mean in the video you actually will see one dog get flung by the get kind of flung backwards by the pig it was pretty hectic at you know at the time and it was you know the shot was only about eight to ten feet away it was amazingly close and it was such a great experience and you know as soon as we did it the rain started just coming down which was very fortunate for us to be able to get that done before it got super super um rainy and bad conditions so it was amazing time with uh carl and the crew at john x safaris that was a, it was an amazing opportunity to be able to do the bush pigs towns which is an old classic fashion tradition um in the eastern cape and uh it was an amazing experience so if any of you guys want to go experience that Get a hold of Carl at John X Safaris, and if you're a true diehard townsman, want to do something like that, you can add caracal, you can do a bunch of other stuff, you can even go do a bush buck um, driven hunt if you're into the dogs and the hounds so much. But uh, what an amazing experience, and you guys will have a, a great video to watch coming up soon.